trying to get on the train here, or do you want to ruin another take, huh? There ain't no goddamn takes. There ain't no goddamn motion picture. You sure? Oh, yeah. Yeah? For a certain man. Why are you still in character? Hmm? I know, but I don't have to tell you. You don't know. Man, I don't drop character till I've done a DVD commentary. Welcome to the Bread and Thorns Podcast. Welcome to the Bread and Thorns podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we sit down and discuss literature, art, and media, and other stuff that we really like and how they influence the projects that we are working on. I'm Isaac. And I'm Rosemary. And today we are going to discuss Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Woo. I love this movie. You love this movie? It's I also really movie. like this movie. It's a good movie. Let's get this out of the way first. It's in your top 10. It is in my top 10. Of course. And, and which one is it? It is number nine for me. Okay. And, and it's also in my top 10. What? But it is number five for me. Yes. So this is, that's our it's reveal. This is Tropic Thunder. Hey. Just as a warning for everybody out yeah. there, this movie is a little bit, how There's do you so say this? There's so many words. Uh, vulgar, <laughs> raunchy, explicit. <laughs> explicit is the kind word. It is very profane. Yes. Um, and so just as a warning to our listeners, there are going to be quotes and things that we mention in this movie that may be a little bit offensive to the ears. Please take a little bit out for... Uh... <laughs> for purposes but, well uh, yes. so well, i mean we're not going to take anything out of this podcast yeah but we're gonna try to keep it on the on download but of course when we're quoting yeah. them we're gonna have to use this, the same yeah. words and so hopefully you guys can forgive us uh for quoting people exactly yeah. and, and i hope that you enjoy it too because one of the reasons why i love this movie so much is because of how funny it is while being this vulgar because usually right. there's like a there's like a grossness to vulgarity where it's mm -hmm. just like usually it's just okay that's that's a little bit much and this movie takes too much pushes it further and is right. still somehow actually funny yeah it's the, the profanity and the gratuitousness of this movie actually yeah. supports what the movie's trying to yep. say i mean there's there's literally a guy named the gross man yeah <laughs> right les grossman yeah uh, who is a brilliantly uh, imagined character <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things where the first time you watch the movie, half of these actors, you don't realize who the actor that's playing right. them is because they're so well acted and they're so well costumed that you're just like, wait, that was Tom Cruise? <laughs> right. <laughs> that was Robert Downey Jr.? Right. Wait, what? It's, yeah. just, it's so startling. It's so for those beautiful. who don't know, Tropic Thunder is a 2008 action comedy film directed by Ben Stiller. Hey. It stars Ben Stiller. Yes. Uh, sorry, I said Stiller. Ben Stiller. <laughs> sorry, sir. Um, it also stars Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr., Jay, Ber I can't pronounce this guy's name, but Baruchel. Baruchel? Probably yeah. or something. The other guy's name is but Easy. Brandon T. Jackson. He's in yeah. here as well. And there are several, I think in the um, in the original, people didn't really know these, or in the trailers, people didn't know that these were the people that were in it. But of course, it has uh, Tom Cruise in yep. it. It has Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. Um, and a bunch of other actors yeah. that both act as themselves or mm -hmm. act as actual characters. And there's a the lot movie. of, there's so many side characters, like little mini, like like the bad guy characters that mm -hmm. are in so many movies. Right. Like I was looking through all the like, like Vietnamese <laughs> bad guy yeah. shooter peoples. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I know you. Oh my gosh, I don't know what I know you from, but I know you. I know you. I know you. Like, just like, anyway, it was hilarious. I think that's part of the brilliance of the movie. You <gasps> okay. have all these people that come mm -hmm. in and you see, you know them. Yeah. 
But do you know them? Where are they from? Where are they really, really from? I just realized right now that the so the the second in command for the little tiny tiny Vietnamese leader guy, the uh-huh. little kid guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. It took me a second. I was like, wait, yes. why do I know his face? And yeah. it just it hit me days <laughs> later. They're like, oh. So you have these, um, and it's it's very again this movie kind of it's it is it's kind of a satire. Yeah. Um, I actually have a quote from Ben Stiller here. Uh, he says, I feel the tone of the movie is its own thing. I think there are elements of satire, but I don't think it should be categorized just as that. Yeah. There are elements of parody in it, but obviously I don't think it's just that. I feel like hopefully it's its its own thing, which has a lot of familiar stuff that we are yeah. playing off of. And so it's it's not exactly one or the other. It's not just satire. It's not just parody. It's not just comedy. It's not just it, – it is its own thing, and that's why I think – I rate it so highly. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we both rate it very yeah. highly, but I also rate it so highly. It's been in my top 10 for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have only been recently kicked out of the top five, too, No, it right? is top because five because it is the oh, number okay, five. Fine. It is number yeah, five, yeah. but like out of top it used three to be or higher. something. It used to be higher. Because of like, yeah. But yes, other other movies yeah. did did kick it down. But Tropic Thunder, I believe the it was number three yeah, at I one point. Um, because... This movie, when I first watched it, I I laughed so hard yeah, throughout the entire it. Higher way through, and I just didn't know what yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know a comedy could uh-huh. get me on. I guess this this kind of, of course, it's 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 absolutely hilarious. It has slapstick com- com- oh, uh, humor yeah. and, and everything, but it's also really smart humor. And I I I didn't I couldn't believe wow this movie was has is, everything <laughs> has everything that I could ever want out uh-huh. of a comedy. Um, how did you? first hear or about about this movie or so, see this movie. what's really funny is you know how those, those there are movies that you watch as a kid or like say you watch like The Simpsons or something and like maybe some of it makes sense to you and you it's funny and when I don't know it works but you don't laugh nearly as hard as your parents do. Right. So my uncle gave my dad a um, this is this is going to go against things. So theoretically, my uncle gave my dad a um, pirated copy of the DVD. Theoretically. This is all hypothetical, guys. Um, way back in like 2008, 2009. This is no longer hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can, you can get away with I'd like, I'd like to, in to any only court be ever. a hypothetical felony, if possible. A hypothetical, <laughs> hypothetical felony. felony. Anyway. Well, at it least you were my, in trouble. <laughs> my, my <laughs> uncle gave my dad this movie, and it was something where, like, and it was one of those weird ones where, like, the you see, like, the cover of the movie printed, like, raw, like, directly onto the DVD kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, like, and then, um, yeah, or no, actually, no, no, it wasn't. I'm so sorry. It was basically just, like, Black Sharpie, just, like, Tropic Thunder on this. And I was like, okay, that sounds funny. Mm-hmm. And so I remember putting it in and, like, watching it, and I had no idea what I was watching. It didn't make sense to me. And, like, it was really? funny. But it didn't, I just, because I, I was expecting something else uh-huh. i don't know what right. i was expecting but it was something else i think most people were expecting something else yeah. like when this movie first came yeah. out because it's it's but I, I was also like 12 right okay so wait you watched this when i was you were like 11 or 12 <laughs> maybe 12 and a half i think i was like 12 and a half when i, watched I guess most it, of this would, very, would go like, over your head when you're 12 yeah and i and i didn't catch tom cruise i didn't catch robert downey jr <laughs> that wasn't until like earlier this year when isaac was like wait you haven't like he, he was upset that like I couldn't. Remember I was a little bit upset that you Tropic didn't remember Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Like yeah. I'd seen it and I couldn't remember it. And he was like, "Wait!" Like because he was discussing different things, and I was like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" He's like, "These are important parts, and you don't remember them." And I was like, "Okay, I'll go watch it." So I did. Um, I got like the unrated director's cut too. I was like, "All right, this is everything it could possibly be," 
And um, two or three hours later, I was like, oh, my God, this is an amazing movie. <laughs> right. And then we proceeded to talk about it for like a few days. And it was nice. So yeah. that was that was awesome. I think the the part that probably shocked me the most was that you didn't remember Tom Cruise was in the movie. Yeah. And and for me, and when Robert I Downey first, Jr. I think it was both that you were like, right. how? Yeah, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Well, Robert Downey Jr. You were I less could upset with. I was one. less upset yeah. because he's in total blackface. Oh yeah, in Literal this movie, blackface. <laughs> um, until the very, very end. Yeah. Uh, but Tom Cruise was actually one of the characters that I, when I saw the movie at first, I knew it was Tom Cruise, but it took me a second. Yeah. Because he looked so familiar, so but so different. right, so different, and I was like. This guy looks like a fat somebody. Yeah. And I, and, then, and I go, a fat Tom Cruise. Wait, is this Tom Cruise? <laughs> why, why are his hands so, so big? <laughs> why is his hands he so fat? He had fat suits why, for his why, hands. Why is he like, so, like dudes, bald? He's and, just, just like... like he, and he's so confident. Right. He's such a confident, like fat... Gross man, yeah. but like, but he's so beautiful at the same time. And like, and then at the at the end of the movie when he's all dancing and whatnot, and you're like, he has a bubble butt. Like, what, what is this? What? Why is this happening to me? I that, don't understand. That was so brilliantly done. That was and so great. I I was I, was, oh I didn't I, I didn't really actually know until the credits when it yeah. says and Tom Cruise as yeah. Les Grossman, and I, that was the confirmation. Yeah. But it throughout the movie, I kept thinking this. This like, guy looks be. so much like Tom Cruise, like it, but he's so different. Like, it can't so be anyone different. else, but it can't be him. Right. It, it, he, he's so different from yeah. what Tom Cruise uh-huh. actually or really does. It just, it completely, it, it completely jarred me yeah. uh, when, when I was watching the movie. Uh-huh. Um, and then just the hilarity yeah. ensued. Yeah. It's just magical. And so, so the second time you watched it was when I when I actually recommended, or was there? Yes, okay. I think okay. I think I might have attempted to watch it at some other time in my teen years, and it just I didn't finish it. Uh-huh. It was just something where like I started it with friends, and then or like started it was on TV or something like that, and okay. we had to like leave before the movie was something like that. But um, but yeah. So the first legitimate time of recalling and knowing what's going on mm-hmm. was yeah earlier this year, and so it was it was one of those like this is on my top ten. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was immediately on your top ten. It was 10. immediately. I finished the movie and I was thinking about it because. Like when we went, because we were starting to like think about the top 10 stuff at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was in like February, so we were still thinking about like podcasts and episodes and what to do it on and like top 10 and like let's go. And so it was something where I was thinking about it and I was going through it and I was like, no, I can't not have this on there. Like it's just, and so it was originally number 10 and then I had moved things around and I took a, I took one or two things off and then I was like, okay, nope, this is okay. So it's going up to nine. <laughs> Honestly, as I get older, it will probably keep moving up because one of the things is so I, 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 didn't get like half the references. I just thought they were funny. Right. I didn't even realize that they were references. And then I had to like look up like Kangaroo Jack and yep. like a dingo ate my baby <laughs> and like had to figure out where that came from, which is a tragic story where apparently like like Meryl Streep was in a movie about the tragic story mm-hmm. where like this daughter was like just taken by a dingo. Anyway, but um yeah, like I don't get half the reference. So I feel like as I get older, as I recognize and watch more things and I actually get it'll be funnier and funnier and funnier as I watch it. Right. But now that you know the reference when you go back yeah. and you watch uh, Kirk or Robert Downey yeah. Jr.'s Kirk Lazarus get get so uh, I guess worked up when he gets made fun of. I you, just you thought underst- he was like, being made fun of, <laughs> right. of like because he's Australian. But I now you know why. It now you know why it is. And so um, yeah, it's it's just it's it's great. It's so, great. <laughs> so for again, uh, we're gonna let's summarize the movie. Oh, so first, okay, because oh, okay. my favorite my favorite part of the movie, other than Tom Cruise dancing, is actually the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. when they do the little rundown of like this. So like there were four men who were in like the Vietnam War right. and this, that, and the other, and like four of them told their story, three of them wrote, or no, four of them 
wrote books. Three of them were published. Of those three, two were able to like get money from it, and then only and this is the one that like <laughs> that only one of them made a movie, right. and this is the story of the men who attempted to make that right. movie, and yeah, like, yeah. and it's just it's such a brilliant rundown. So anyway, that's that's basically <laughs> what the story is. That but, rundown really kind of oh. it, it goes into it's kind of like Monty Python in the yes. beginning of Monty Python where you have these explanations yes. right and, and then suddenly it kind of stops because i forgot it was it, like people were fired or something like that because okay no because there was the there was the a moose one beat my sister right, yeah. <laughs> like, subtitles like, yeah, right. the subtitles underneath oh were, 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 were getting messed so up much. anyway but yeah and so it's something where it's like okay the people who were responsible for firing those people have been fired <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's in the same vein um and that that Monty Python also did oh. it really, really brilliantly. And this movie takes kind yes. of that that They're idea so of the historical epic yeah. where you have these very serious, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess, narrator or narrated uh, expositions. Yeah. And they take it and then they just make fun of it, right? And within, so that, within that thing. And it's, it's just really well done. But actually, that's not the beginning of the movie. No. That's not the beginning no. of the movie because the beginning of this movie starts with Bodhi five sweat. trailers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it starts with Bodhi Sweat. And... I think um, so. I watched this movie because a, a, a lot of movies that I watch uh, are recommended from like various family members mm-hmm. or friends, and so like Princess Bride, which he is a disappointment to us all. After he is he a he that. is a disappointment. You mean Princess dishonor Bride is a disappointment? Yeah. Dishonor, <laughs> dishonor on you, dishonor on your family, dishonor on your cow. That's Mulan. You don't like Princess Bride? How dare you? And so anyway, sorry, that's my rant. So if people haven't. Listen to our Princess Bride episode. Uh, I believe that was episode three. You guys yeah. can go uh, listen to that. Yeah. I wasn't as disappointed in that movie, but he wasn't know. as disappointed as he. <laughs> well, actually, he kind of went into it with like medium expectations, and they were met, which is an insult to everyone who loves the movie. You went well, in, and your expectations were not exceeded or lowered. It was just like, oh. I get a bunch more references now. Like, how? Sorry. Okay, I'm getting sidetracked. We're supposed to be talking about talking about Tropic Thunder. You keep mentioning other movies. Trailers and things. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the movie actually starts with a trailer. And when this movie was introduced to me, uh, my brother was the one that introduced it to me. And I didn't really want to watch it because the the poster of it looks like a typical action movie. Yeah, it's an action movie. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. I was kind of into sci-fi and fantasy movies at that point in my in my life. Um, serious ones and I didn't really want to watch comedy but my brother was like you got to watch this movie it's it's absolutely hilarious and so I I, I got got the movie I forgot was it I think it was like iTunes or something like that it was like an no. iTunes rent wow. or something okay and so I I, I downloaded the movie from right. there and I started watching it and the first thing is booty sweat yes. <laughs> right and I'm watching this thing and I'm going okay my brother just recommended a really <laughs> vulgar uh, like comedy and I don't watch those raunchy things like yeah. I, I, that's not that's not my, one of my things yeah. and then so I was like okay I'm probably going to turn this off in, in a couple minutes and then it got to the Tug Speedman <laughs> trailer and I was <laughs> and I, I, from that point on I, I was laughing my head off the entire way through, through the movie because it was just so ridiculous <laughs> and I still I honestly wish like 2008 I would have been like, yeah, like like 11, 10, 11 years old. Ironically, I yeah. just realized this is the same year that the big short, the events in the big short were yes. happening. Yes. Sorry. My brain just. Anyway, so <laughs> um, basically, yeah, I would have been like 10 or 11. There's actually some references in this movie to what serious? is happening. Yeah. It's it's pretty great. Again, as I get older, <laughs> when I get older, I'll understand. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. Just it. in my twenties, but I'm not old enough yet. Um. Anyway, so it was something where um, 
I really wish that I'd gone into like theaters to see this. I know mm-hmm. for a fact that would never have flown. Right. But um, it would have been so cool because like I would have loved to like be as confused as everyone yes. else in the theater. Yeah. Because the second again, so it comes on and you have these chicks just twerking in booty shorts <laughs> and, and and like this deep voice like booty sweat like it just starts like this thing and you're like what am I watching what is going on and then and the beautiful thing for me was so it was like okay here's booty sweat it's an energy drink let's go it also pairs love like like perfectly well with like bust a nut like right, protein yeah. bar <laughs> it's just like what is going on and then yeah and then it goes to the scorcher trailer which is like like uh, the world needed him to save them and he stepped up and he did it and then he he did it again, again, and then he did it uh, three, like, more three more times. times. <laughs> and then, and then, I the the funny part is that, that so this this trailer is like, all right, so now the world needs him again, but can he do it? It's like da 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 da. It's like everything is going to like everything's being destroyed and whatnot, and this time he's gonna do it again. But this time it's different, and it's just, and but yeah, Isaac was Isaac loves the part where it's like you basically pan to like. Ben Stiller slash like Tug Speedman right, holding two guns and two babies in just like Arctic wasteland right. and it's like <laughs> global meltdown and it's just it's so it's the fact that he has two guns <sighs> and two babies. Yes, <laughs> I think that I think that image just just set me off. Which means that in Scorcher Five he must have had like one gun and one baby, or maybe he had one gun in number four, and then he had one baby Which, and this, one gun in number Scorcher five. five. This is Scorcher Six. This is Scorcher Six. Scorcher Six Global <laughs> Meltdown. <laughs> the man who made a difference five times before, but this time it's, it's different. different. <laughs> it's, oh my gosh! I think the. I don't remember that this, for some reason, whenever mm-hmm. I watch this movie, unless I'm kind of mm-hmm. on a roll and I'm just watching, uh, I'm watching this movie like over and over again. Um, but for some reason, if there's a break between watch, uh, watching times, I guess. And I, for some reason, I don't remember that this movie starts with trailers. And yeah. every single time, it the me. immediate every single, yeah. booty sweat. Yes. And I, I go into <laughs> panic mode because I'm thinking, is there going to be a kid... <laughs> coming in or hopefully my wife doesn't come in and think I'm watching like you know this weird like weird like like pornographic stuff because it's just I I remember it it, like immediately I'm like oh this is really hilarious but then that fear comes in like oh my gosh I don't want my I don't want kids right I don't want Uh like there's just like this end up completely inappropriate thing to come in but it's just so jarring and Mm -hmm. it just puts I think it does it perfectly it puts you in that mood of understanding this is this is a different movie. This yes. is about the whole film watching theater going experience. I both love and hate that feeling though because it's one of those <laughs> things where like so often when I'm at my music store on my lunch or something, I will legitimately just um, sorry, my brain just blanked for a second hardcore. But um, no, I will just like, I'll, I'll want to watch like an episode or a movie or something like that. And this is one of those movies where it's like, the door must be closed. Like I need right. to make sure, and the volume needs to be low because I can't have anyone walking in and booty wait, sweat, what, like what's sweat, what's one of the ones sweat, that I love? It's, and you have, or like, like, like Les Grossman, like hit that guy in the face really fucking hard. <laughs> like, like I can't have anyone walking in on this. That is my favorite part from the beginning. Oh, really? From, from the beginning of the movie. Oh. Just Les Grossman being like, which one of you? <laughs> <laughs> which one has the, has Who, the best, like, key hand? grip? Who's the key grip? <laughs> key like, grip, if you don't know, uh, is, uh, is the guy that does the lighting, uh, holds up the lighting and the sound for the movie uh, as the films film, like, when they're filming in, in the camera. So if you see, like, a mic sometimes mess up and come, come, come down, because it's because grip. the key grip uh, is relaxing, right? 
and the key grip has to be super strong because some scenes and takes That's take wise. a really, really yeah. long time. So he was like, who's a key grip? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm very glad that you said that because that did not make sense. I just assumed that key grip was like a very like funky term that meant that like you had like the best like fighting skills or no. something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Well, it, it kind of it, you it would be the guy that you expect to be the strongest because he has the whole the, yeah. the boom mics are the booms are super heavy. Well, and on top of that, they're super long, so it's yeah, yeah. amplifying how heavy yeah. it is. And so they're holding it for 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 like a long, yeah. long, long time. So uh-huh. they have to be really, really strong. Yeah. Um, but then I, he goes over and he's like, he's like, he just and the guy shrugs. He, he just jets. like he's like he's like, all right, like I'm, you're the one paying my bills, and I'm just sorry, goes man. over. Like, <laughs> it's just, it was, oh my goodness, it's great. Yeah. I've actually had to do key grip um, yeah. at a, at a indie film set. And oh, no. that, that's the so Your that's, that's when I learned I was so sore yes. at the end because you just you and you don't you don't really it depends on the director, right? Yeah. Because the director sometimes will say cut, yeah. but then sometimes he just says just just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. And they'll do multiple takes without actually cutting the take. And then so so the that actors are running through their lines over and uh-huh. over without cutting the take and you have to hold it there very, very still. That is right? impressive. Yeah. And so so I was so sore by the end of that 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 set. And then but I I, I did that um, I did the key grip like I, I just, it wasn't a job it was just like I was helping out my friends with, mm-hmm. with with a film and so I did that 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 little job or whatever and I went back to watch Tropic Thunder and when and he mentioned key so grip and I was like sense. yep yeah I, I know why that guy has to be that huge because <laughs> I could barely take it I, it was it was yeah. very very heavy um, so <laughs> we've kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Uh, into into the movie. Oh yeah, sorry. But, but, like, okay. I, but the point is, this is not a movie. We haven't even gotten to the third trailer oh, with no. Robert Downey Jr. No, 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 no. It's the, it's um Jack oh, no, Black. Yeah, yeah, You're that skipping, Jack, You're Jack, skipping Jack Jeff Portnoy. How could you? <laughs> right, and that that trailer makes fun of very kind of lowbrow comedy yeah. humor. Uh, I thought of Eddie Murphy with the Nutty Professor. You thought of something completely different. A Medea, like okay. the family, where it's like Tyler Perry is like everyone right. in the family, yeah, yeah. like that, like that one. That's what I thought. So it was. both of those those movies are similar in that way. They have the, have the same person yeah. doing that, and so this is obviously making fun of those. Yeah, I, I, I felt a little bad for Eddie Murphy though, because he's actually a pretty great yeah. stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, I think at this point in 2008, he wasn't doing very well. And so I think it was like an emergency movie kind of thing. He was just like, "All right, like money." Right, right, right. So that that was it was kind of <laughs> this this was making fun of that that yeah. idea, and, and it was Jack Black <laughs> making fun of Eddie Murphy uh, doing that. Yep. And then we get to the beautiful fourth trailer. Actually, beautiful because it's yes. cinem- like cinema. Uh, the no, cinematography it's, it's the best is amazing. Trailer. It's the best <laughs> plot line for the trailer, and the title is a pun in like three different ways. Satan's and it's Alley. so great. <laughs> so yeah, so it's Satan's Alley, and you're introduced to like like Kirk Lazarus, which is like a blonde Australian Robert Downey Jr. Right. And then my favorite part in the entire trailer is like so it's like Kirk Lazarus says like the what five time Academy Award winning five, yeah five time Academy Award winning and then it's like and then um, Academy nominated best kisser Toby Maguire <laughs> and then you turn to Toby Maguire and he has like this weird smolder face yeah. on and you're like why is Toby Maguire smoldering at me I don't understand and then there's this, this so like basically, it was at once disturbing yes. and yet I ho- absolutely to watch it. It hilarious was right it was I I think I, I remember my uh, I remember I was talking to my brother about this movie and he was saying uh, like when he saw that trailer he wanted to watch yeah that movie yes. <laughs> because it was just yeah. it was just so I didn't really ridiculous. care about anything else I was cool without everything else but 
that one was the one that I thought would be like absolutely like beautiful and hilarious. And I was genuinely like, oh, like I remember I do. I, this is the one thing I remember as a kid was I remember watching the trailers and I thought they were actual trailers. So I legitimately was like, whoa. That would be so interesting to go and see in theaters. Like, I wonder when it's coming out. And of course, they don't have like de- like dates that they're coming out or right. whatever. It's just like coming soon to theaters, New York, or right. something like that. But um, but yeah, but this is basically a story of two gay monks who are just very gay and they learn to <laughs> accept their gayness. And it's what was it? It was like like two men learn to say no to their god yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and find love. <laughs> and then at one point, like Toby Maguire is like fingering Robert Downey Jr.'s prayer rope, and it's just the most like uncomfortable scene. And you're like, why is this uncomfortable? And it's just so confusing. It's done it's so, so well. well. I, I was I was oh I was watching gosh. those movies. Yeah, it did make me uncomfortable because it's it's just so it feels wrong like to watch it, but it's just it's done so well. So that's yeah. like this is so right in a sense. Yeah, <laughs> it was so it was just it's it's a perfect fake trailer. Right. It's perfect. And keep in uh, mind when I first watched this movie, uh, yeah, I, uh, I was. I'm a Protestant, right? And so I didn't actually know what a prayer rope was at that point uh, in time. Oh, that's hilarious. And so I, I didn't, I, I was like, like, okay, this is clearly a euphemism random. for, you know, like yeah. t- touching the the, yeah. the the guy's penis or whatever. But, <laughs> the, but it was, but it was a rope, and I didn't understand what was going on. So I You're felt just like they just wear ropes. It's cool, right? I, I felt, I felt yeah. so uncomfortable. And I think <laughs> after the second else. time I watched it, I was like, okay, I got to look up this rope thing. So I actually looked up <laughs> what it was, and apparently it was a pair of rope. And I was like, that's oh, hilarious. I guess that's a thing. <laughs> My ignorance is I'm a little bit more educated now. (laughs) (laughs) The more you know. The more you know. Um, Then we get the DreamWorks uh, and then the the actual titles of of the companies that made these. Mm -hmm. And then we get that narration. And then that scene that I like where it's a little black screen and it pulls up the like four men, three men, two men, one guy got a movie deal. And this is the story of the men who attempted to make that movie. And then it goes into the actual story. Yeah. That actually leads us really perfectly. Because I don't think we're going to be able to to do our typical kind of summary and then walk through. Because there's just there's so much so in this much movie. so much going on with this. And so just to, just to summarize this movie a little bit for those who don't know. Uh, this is, I'm hoping, without spoilers. Because uh-huh. this is kind of given in the very, very beginning of the movie. Also, this will be... Spoilers, just because we haven't said that yet. We will have spoilers later. There will be spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be explicit content and spoilers. But anyway. as a summary that I'm about yes. to give, uh, this won't be spoilers. Yeah. Basically, this movie is about five actors, prima donna actors, that are <laughs> uh, roped in into filming a film called Tropic Thunder, which in the movie world is based on this book, this book called based Tropic on real Thunder. Life. Yeah, and it's. The, the the whole idea of this movie is to make fun of the entire Hollywood industry and how just how ridiculous it is. Which it does very well. It do, it does it really really well. And so it's it's in this particular movie is making fun of those like war films. Like it, it was it's very much based off of those Vietnam war films that came out. Well, there were like all, like all the nineties and the early two thousands. Like that was really that was probably one of the reasons why like camouflage yeah. and those boots were super. It's actually in before style. the nineties with like the eighties yeah. with Rambo and everything like that. Um, you have these oh, yeah. really great, really great action films of those eras, but then mm-hmm. because Hollywood is, I guess, a business, they just kept making more and more of these kinds this of films. This made you experience more serotonin. Let's give you more. <laughs> like, right. Just, anyway. And so that, yeah, th- 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 that's exactly <laughs> it. So they, they, it's, it's almost the same that we're doing with Marvel movies. Well, and I the think music today. industry. It's everything. Yeah, yeah. This is everything. Every industry does this. Yes. Right? It perpetuates itself. We made money off this. Right. Can we do it again? Can we do it again? <laughs> but different. Like, it's just, yeah. But this time, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
we're, we're gonna be referencing this all, all, all day. So and so great. this this film is about these five actors, and this isn't there. There isn't much to the plot, right? Um, the the director of this movie is very frustrated, not really due to just his own frustration, but also because of his the pressure from the higher ups of mm -hmm. the producers of the studio. Mm -hmm. And so he tries to get these actors to, to act. act, and so he takes them on this quote unquote real journey. That's yeah. Uh, that's suggested or very strongly encouraged by the original author of yeah. the book of Tropic Thunder. He's like, you got to put him out in the real shit. Like, they need to, like, do this. Like, like you're so close. And then he uses all these, like, really weird metaphors. Yes. And that was what was so great about that interaction, right? And so, weird. sorry. So, so let's, let's, let's keep going for the, for yes, the summary sorry. for just yes. a second. So they, they do it. But the director is uh, removed <laughs> from the plot yes. very, 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 very quickly. <laughs> and then these five actors have to make their way yes. through an actual jungle. Yep, a Vietnamese jungle where they don't... Actually, they end up in somewhere else, Yeah, don't they, they don't... They aren't in Vietnam anymore. Yeah. They're in... I think the, the, the one of the characters say they're in Laos or something like that. Yeah. And they get... And they get, they get involved with this drug cartel thing yeah. and then they... There's just these drug lords. Yeah. Heroin drug lords, which is also an <laughs> important plot <laughs> point later. Don't know about important plot line but very important character <laughs> development. Very, very important character development um and that's what's kind of brilliant about this movie right um yeah. th this movie is this time as i watched mm -hmm. it i realized it's a movie within a movie within mm -hmm. a movie right no no sorry it's not not movie sorry it's a story within a story within a story within a story yes there's actually four layers yes. of story that's going on yeah and, and side stories and you don't know which story you're 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 watching at certain points, yeah. which is kind of interesting to to to, to think about. Okay. Because do you want to go through what you think the four stories are? Well, the first story is um you have the story of Tropic Thunder, right? You have that little story in the book. there, right? The book okay. of Tropic Thunder, right? Um, because you know the first kind of image you have in the movie is them filming that movie, mm -hmm. right? And so you have that that's the story of Tropic Thunder. But mm -hmm. then you, outside of that, there's the movie the movie set story. The actors right? actually the actors acting out it. the movie yeah, from the book. And so the film set story of that. Uh -huh. But then the film set story is actually located within this film world. Yes. Right? And that film world you see at the end. And it's the characters, the actors <clears throat> outside of the movie right. in the regular world. Yeah. And then from there, you have the, our story, which is uh, the actual real world, right? Yeah. That, that we're a part of. And so of. it's our brains like doing the compare and contrast of yeah. like that world. Okay. So so it's a story within a story within a story within Being watched our by another story. story. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. And it's just absolutely cr like kind of interesting because if you think about like let's say let's say you believe in aliens or of course like supernatural beings like angels they're also looking in on our story and so this movie just be it's it's just this my poor guardian angel <laughs> this just like onion. why why um. <laughs> why why you do this and i'm yeah. like i'm sorry it's just it's it's so well done and so um and then you have the characters mm -hmm. which are very, very magical. Much, yeah, everything about the <laughs> characters. There, there actually is character development, yes. real character development in is there this movie. Is character development for every every character? I think there's character development. There is for character every development character. for every Except character. Except for the actually no, even the director, even the director for how like short of a time that he's actually <laughs> in the film, he has character well, development. I was thinking main character development, uh, no, not, like, not the director. All of them. Right, M most of them go through some kind of development. Because not all positive. Yeah. Oh, maybe not Grossman. Grossman doesn't go through any character. Well, he's not really a main character. No, but Matthew McConaughey, his character does. Yeah, he he, he, he goes he through character development. Yeah, he definitely goes through character development. Yeah. Right? And and there there are these arcs that you can see and themes that you can follow. 
all centered around this main theme of just making fun of, of everything. everything Hollywood. Yes. Right. And so that's the movie. Right. Yes. Um, that's the movie that 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 we have mm-hmm. come to love and enjoy. Um, Tug Speedman. Actually, let's let's go 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 this way. <laughs> what is your favorite character? Oh, don't do that. Oh, okay. Personal lovable favorite is probably Sandusky because he's just so cute. Also, okay. I love that actor. He's just a total sweetheart. And it's just like, because what is it? There's there's a movie. It's like she's out of my league or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's it, and it basically like he's with like the super super hot chick. And because she's sick of dating like assholes and so it's something where she's like you know what I'm just gonna date like somebody like no one would think of me dating and so she dates him and they're actually kind of perfect together and it's really cute and he's the one who's doubting it he doubts because he's like you're too gorgeous for me everyone in my life says you shouldn't be with me like I can't take the pressure, and so it ends up like they they have to figure it out later, and so it's something where it's really anyway. So I've seen Wait, him in other movies. Wait, do you think the, the actor is attractive? Yes, in okay. a very nerdy, geeky way. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not not Hulk. No. Hulky, like no. 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 Chisel no. jaw, kind he, of attractive. He, he twig man. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but he's still he's still attractive and funny, and he's a good actor, and he's he's very very sweet. And so honestly, I feel like he's like a sarcastic, like rude person, like in person, because he's so sweet in the movies that he's in. Uh-huh. Um, either that, or he's really self deprecating. But then he would just fit in with all of my friends, so it's totally cool. But um, right, so he's kind of he yeah. has the nerdy geeky yeah. kind of vibe about him and no one remembers his name right no one remembers his name only only tug speedman remembers his name but what's uh, what's interesting is that at the end when they're doing the academy awards thing he's with this gorgeous girl no he's with jennifer love hewitt is that that's Jennifer Love Hewitt when he was talking about oh my gosh, I what's his face her. was with Jennifer Love Hewitt and he's like how is it dating her like she's so hot dude and then in the Oscar he's actually right. dating <laughs> Jennifer actually dating. Love Hewitt and it was just like yes oh wow I didn't recognize her yep that's Jennifer I Love Hewitt I feel really bad she is amazing because <laughs> I, I <laughs> she's, she's actually... also very she has a she's a very 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 sweet character in everything that she's right. done yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I've ever seen I've her seen do a few of her movies and I've I've kind of generally. Yeah liked I, them. I mostly not... know her from Ghost Whisperer, okay. the, the TV show, and so it's something where... Wait, she was She in... was in a TV show for like a really long time. She was in uh, 13 Going on 30, right? That no, 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 no. That no, no. is... Oh, gosh. Jennifer... Yeah. I know her face. Yep. I have her face in my head, but it's not her. <laughs> so never mind. I don't actually know Jennifer <laughs> No, you Love don't. <laughs> no, Jennifer Love Hewitt is in Ghost Whisperer and several other movies, and she's very, very, very sweet, very pretty, and she just... She's just one of those actresses that when you see her you're like oh i know you but like you haven't always like watched a whole bunch of stuff that she's in so she's well she looked very familiar i i I, so i figured that she was an actress that was but i didn't know it was jennifer love hewitt that was no wow mind blown right now mind is blown Mm -hmm. that's your favorite or that's your favorite character is probably my personal favorite as far as favorite hilarity goes i feel like (laughs) <laughs> honestly it's another side character but i really like matthew mcconaughey's character this time going around he that was what that was what yeah, <laughs> he did that because uh, he was really, really so well. sweet too <laughs> and like like the, my favorite moment is towards the towards the end of the movie and he's he's holding the picture of him and tug speedman right. and he's like we're friends we've been together for like 12 i think it's like 12 years like it's a really long time just like we're together in this and then he's holding a g5 <laughs> owner magazine and he's just like which one's more important that scene is so it's hilarious it's such a good movie because he stares at the picture for like a few seconds right. like it's really there yeah. and 
and then you pan over <laughs> to like this gorgeous airplane, and it's just this. And it's meant to be this serious moment, but it is. you just can't help but you laugh because it's the the setup is just so ridiculous. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> My best friend just... of five or oh, twelve, like years, twelve years for a G5. <laughs> A G five airplane, <laughs> yeah, and 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 lots, lots of money. Of money. <laughs> oh, and then it's wait, 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 because this is one of my favorite things. No, it's the thing with the when he's talking about um, oh no, oh no, 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 no. This is gonna this is gonna bother me. Wait, give me one second. I'm just so sad now, and it's just like oh okay. So it's like um, uh, Grossman is talking to uh, uh Peck, mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey, and he's like like um. Speedman is a dying star, right. a white dwarf headed for a black hole. <laughs> Apple bottom jeans. And it's just like it's so there's no there's no other option but laughter. Right. There's nothing. <laughs> there is nothing. Like if you're honestly anyone who needs a good laugh in general, this movie has something for you. Yeah. If not the entire movie, at least like every five minutes, you will be laughing about something because it's just that magical of an experience. So, and laughter is the best medicine. So, um, I this think movie the movie is very good drugs. I think that <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the it is the best medicine. So uh, it's better um, than heroin. <laughs> I've never tried heroin, so I I guess you would if, if you're telling me that you tried it and it's better, then Oh my gosh. You know. I can't even stop laughing long enough to say like no, I have never done heroin. It's not on any kind of list of like to do goals, but hypothetically anyway. she has never done heroin. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I think uh, just the, the 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 my favorite character is is a tie between Robert Downey Jr.'s character, Kirk Lazarus. And uh, Les Grossman. Yeah, um, I think sense. those two characters made such an Im- impact. Because why I did... isn't Les Grossman your favorite? I'm just curious. That was the one that I assumed. Like both of those are definitely where I thought would be like your top two. But I'm like, uh-huh. why isn't Les Grossman? Les Grossman isn't my favorite character only because we don't see enough of him. Okay, because of screen time. Because because okay, you that was what I thought. have three scenes, n- four, like four scenes basically with him, right? Yeah, in the, in the yeah. movie, he does make such a massive impression on you. He's that such it's, a powerful yeah. character; like you feel like he's a main character, but he's well, not. He does the perfect portrayal of a Hollywood producer, yep. especially now that we have the whole—is it Steve uh, Weinstein case and all, all this kind of stuff? Oh no, Harvey Weinstein cases. Where have you? No, 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 I, I do, I yeah, do. Yeah. I promise. I'm just—I'm thinking. I'm like, there is actually a Steve. I don't remember who it is though. Yeah, but there are not, not Steve people. Weinstein. Sorry, so so sorry. But <laughs> but it's Harvey Weinstein yeah. and the, the kind of the the revelations of him Creepy, crappiness being of you know him a sexual a predator person. basically yeah. in in the whole thing, um, and kind of forcing a lot of actresses and all, all these people to to do things that they really don't want to do. And that's just one of them. Yeah, and Tom Cruise does such a good job yes. portraying that character. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to remove. That idea of okay, this is the definitive Hollywood yeah. producer. That it's yeah. it's a guy who is really gross. Mm-hmm. Is fat, <laughs> is short, is balding. But he has so much energy and so much like confidence that everyone just bows down. To right. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And just and he's he's this boss character yeah. that or boss guy that just has his way no matter what. Even though he does, even if he doesn't really have any idea mm-hmm. what he's doing in terms of movies, he ca- he he forces yeah. the the film. Yeah. In, into into what it is, mm-hmm. and, or into into making mo- into making money, um, and so 
that character is really, really great. So that yeah. is my second favorite character. I think Robert Downey Jr. is my absolute favorite here because oh, you give you see so much of this character. Yeah. In just just kind of the development of the character through 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 the entire movie. He probably has the most development. I think he well because even Speedman yes, doesn't have as so. much development. No, I think Speedman does have and Jack just Black as much is still kind of going through withdrawal at the end of the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's fully developed just yet. Well, I think Ben Stiller's character, well, actually both of them, both uh, Tug Speedman and uh, Kirk Lazarus, they have a very, def- they have a very defined character arc. They have mm-hmm. a start, middle, and end. Yeah. They both develop as, as characters. Um, you, you have. But Robert Downey Jr. just has just this, I guess, this magnetism about mm-hmm. him when he when he does this character. Yes. Um, just from the beginning with the trailers, mm-hmm. when you see him like f- being felt up on his prayer rope <laughs> by Tobey Maguire, yes, and his the facial expression <laughs> that he makes, <laughs> and it's the weirdest. Like it's not like if he had been like like just like oh no like and no it was like a Ugh, moment like it was like what is going on like it's just well, it's so. <laughs> It was a very, it's, it was a very intense moment. Yes, apparently. it was an orgasmic <laughs> facial expression, and it was so con- concerning. It wasn't even confusing. It was just concerning for a brief moment of like, what am I getting myself into? Right. Um, so <laughs> when you have him, and then and then, and then you get his character, uh, when his introduction to the Tropic Thunder story is him getting the pigment alter- oh alteration, right? You see, you, you don't really see him. Because he's a method actor. Right, he's a method actor. So, of course, because he gets <laughs> cast as the black guy right. because America doesn't know how to cast people who are actually right. properly, culturally, and ethnically fitting for the part. Right. They're like, nah, you're... You have good acting style. Right. We're just gonna put you here. Most people. Hopefully, no one will be offended. I, I think I, I shouldn't say most people because I've never done a survey or anything like that. But the majority of people that I hear from when they saw this movie, either in theaters or or whatever, mm-hmm. when they first see, because this actually happens before the pigment alteration scene, um, when because they're doing the film set right, and the yeah. hel- helicopters come in right. And then Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. runs the helicopter. It really took me a while, though. To it wasn't until they did the pigment alteration where I realized right. that it was him, though. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Oh, Most okay, people w- don't realize yeah. that is Robert yeah. Downey Jr. And it's because he just he acts it so he does. well. Um, it's and I, there, he did an interview with uh, Joe Rogan where he talks about this movie, uh, or they talk about this movie, and okay. he talks about how you can't really do this film anymore in this mm-hmm. modern day no. because it's too offensive. of right it's, everything it's just about way too it, offensive especially this part but everything about it what's really interesting is that his actual black co-star uh yeah. in, in the movie uh brandon t jackson he said the guy who what, plays al pacino like, this yeah the uh, al pacino <laughs> when he Freaking when great. he says when i first read the script i was like what blackface but when i saw him act he became a black man <laughs> Yes. It was just good acting. It was weird on the set because he would keep on going with the character. He's a method actor. And so this entire so this entire character is very much a self-referential for Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. right? He 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 un- I think he understands just mm-hmm. how self-referential it is. And mm-hmm. so he actually puts himself in yep. this role of and that's why he's at at the end it kind of doesn't make sense because he says I'm a dude that's playing a dude that's playing another dude, yep. right? And so you can go back twice in the yeah. actual movie. Yeah. You can go back to for he's playing Kirk. Uh, sorry, he's playing Sergeant. Uh, oh, no. What what is his name? 
Oh no. I don't remember I either. I forgot his name. Dang it. He's playing <laughs> the black sergeant, basically. Right. He's playing the sergeant. Because right? that's important, apparently. But, but that's Kirk Lazarus mm-hmm. also right behind him. Yeah. Right? But then it's Who else is he under that? Right. And so so it's, it's, it's Robert Downey Robert Jr., Downey Jr. Right? Yeah. And so it's it's this a it's dude a callback. Playing a dude playing, playing another, another dude. dude. And that's why everyone's so confused. They're like, wait. Is there another what, character? What, okay, what other character are yeah. you playing? Well, and, okay, because he does it, the idea because the way that they phrase it in the movie is that he still hasn't gotten over the Satan's Alley character. Yes, yes. So what they say is it's like I'm not Sergeant Blank. Right. I don't remember any. And it's like neither am I, Father O'Malley. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like they're really bad accent. And then it's like, and then he goes. How do back we to, remember Father O'Malley yeah. and not his actual <laughs> Sergeant's name? That's so bad. <laughs> That's really that's sad. how powerful that beginning trailer was. <laughs> uh, he was powerfully moved. We were powerfully moved. It was just all good things. But, um, yeah. but yeah, and then he goes, "It's like I'm like I'm I'm Kirk Lazarus," and he and he says it like the like the fake Australian accent, which I cannot reproduce to save my life at the moment. Right. But um, uh, yeah, and so it's this great thing, and it's really cool because in that scene you have Sandusky like, "Guys, come on, mm-hmm. pull your sh- shit together," like like like. Uh, Kirk Lazarus, you're the reason why I even got into right. acting. Like da 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 da, and then um, uh, Al Pacino's like like uh, Speedman. Like I saw all of your movies, which we also at this point know that like through certain things that are revealed, there's a reason why he watched the Scorcher movies. But um, uh, Al Pacino's like like no, like I watched your movies like so many times in middle school, dude. Like like you were like my my hero, and then and 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 so um, Kirk Lazarus goes through the thing of like like oh. I'm not so and so. I'm not so and so. I am Kirk Lazarus, and has a no. Like, he doesn't say that. Thing. He says, "I don't know who I am." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, "I don't know who I am." That's really sad. Which I is, forgot about which that. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I can't do. I can't do yeah, the Australian see? accent either. I don't know I how do you did. I can do a British accent, but I can't do an so Australian one. What, what he. So this Wait, no, character. Point, sorry, but the point was that like, and then like, so he goes through that little kind of character, like go to the center of your problem kind of thing, like right. awareness, and then Speedman's like. But my son, or whatever it was that he said, and he's still trapped. And he's like, "We'll deal. We can't. We don't have time for this. We'll deal with this shit later." Like it was just, it's beautiful. It was um, so Robert Downey Jr. Before doing this movie, he actually uh, he did a film where he portrayed a, an Australian uh, person. Oh. And so what this this the original character was supposed to be Irish, but Robert Downey Jr. kind of like said, "I'm not comfortable playing an Irish person." I, I have to do an Australian kind of. I can, but I can do an Australian That's act, actor. Amazing. And so that it's it's oh there's so many self references in this movie. That it's 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 hard to like peel back all the layers uh, of of almost this is like just all, an alternate all the universe. Meaning, That's all this right? is. It's just alternate. <laughs> it's footage from an alternate universe leaked to us. I think the thing that made me love Kirk Lazarus was that scene, the full retard scene. Mm-hmm. Um, never go full retard because it it. The, that scene, the, the scene yeah. itself is just so funny, right? Mm-hmm. Never go full retard. Yeah, it's just a shocking thing to say. <laughs> right. It's, but then he explains, and you're like, oh, it's a actually, guy, you're right. It's a guy in blackface. Yes. <laughs> saying this. <laughs> right? You went too far in your movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> I literally changed the color of my skin, but you went you too went far. You went too far. <laughs> oh god. You know, he was actually nominated. Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for what? the best actor, best supporting for actor. For this. In this yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh! Cool, because I was like, I, I was like, I know he didn't actually win anything for it, but I didn't, didn't actually know it. he was nominated for it, and so I was like, you know, this was such an amazing acting that like he should have something should have happened. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that yeah. makes me he feel got a nominated. Better. He got beat out by Heath Ledger for the Joker of the Dark Knight. Oh, yep. okay, that's actually. <laughs> 
So I actually have no but doubt. Okay, for two thousand eight, movie... that makes sense though. Yeah. They would have chosen the dark movie yes. that depresses everyone well, versus the hap- relatively happy comedy. Well, no, no, no. It's it's Heath Ledger. Like his Joker is Was such amazing. a performance. He he still defines the Joker yes. today. Like in video games and uh-huh. comic books and in, in in future movies. In my opinion, um, he is the best version of the Joker, yeah. and he is the best acted version of like, the Joker ever. Even with Joaquin Phoenix's current Joker, out, which, is, which okay. is really good. It's, it's it was good. really good. I think. It was really good. It was really, really good. It was just, it's one of those movies where they put you in there without, like, which, like, I get because we, when we were talking about, like, the my poetry book and you were talking about how, like, it's like, no, you shouldn't give your readers, like, a break. You shouldn't let them breathe. It's mm-hmm. like, no, they need to be drowning in emotion the entire time because that's just how you do it. And that's what that movie does. I didn't say Walking that exactly, Phoenix but, is, but that's okay, how you kind of, it, That's sure. kind of how it was said, <laughs> phrased. Anyway. But, um, yeah, with Walking Phoenix's Joker, that's what you're doing is you are drowning with him yeah. the entire time and there right. is no chance for air. And that's why he goes crazy is because he's suffocated. Right. Well, I mean, and you understand just, his craze. Oh, my goodness. So that's that Joker part. Oof. But at least most people that I know and, and have talked to, yeah. the def- the definitive Joker is still Heath, Heath Ledger's Ledger. Absolutely. Joker. Absolutely. Right? And so that – that it, it and, and, of course, Heath Ledger mm-hmm. had passed at that yeah. point, right? And so it was a posthumous. And so – Oh, that made it even okay. Yeah, got it. And so I think if this movie had been released in two thousand nine uh, or two thousand seven, there was and Heath Ledger's another method actor, right? Yeah. Uh, no. He's not a method. He's actor? not really a method actor. Yeah, there was a rumor going around in two thousand eight when he did the Joker that because he got lost in the character, he 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 committed suicide. No, or that was not not because of that, but because of the way that he was when he was acting out the character. My understanding was he was a method actor, but not that it was. Well, that, from that the rumor reports on the on on the Dark Knight set, what people what the cast members would say was that when he was on set, like or sorry, when he was doing the actual filming. He would be in character, but then right when the director said cut, he would come. He would be immediately back into his, his his own kind of personality. Very cool. Okay. So I wouldn't think that never he's mind. a method no. Yeah, if he, if he snaps back out of it that fast, then never mind. Yeah. Um, but Robert Downey Jr. is a method yes, actor. 100%. And he does he does this character just mm-hmm. absolutely so well. It's, and I think his character, because it portrays the hypocrisy of Hollywood, which matches so well with the theme mm-hmm. of the movie, um, again, the, the 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 idea of a man, an Australian man, Australian white face. Australian man yeah. with blue eyes. By the with way, with blue eyes, bright, <laughs> brilliant blue eyes. That was also really well done when he took out the context to the yeah. blue eyes, and, and it's like Robert Tony Jr. has brown eyes. So it was yeah. like he took out the context for more context <laughs> inside <laughs> his eyes. It's so great. And so, <sighs> so, so for for him, an Australian yeah. person to. To portray literal blackface, blackface, and then tell another actor, "You went too far. <laughs> you went for too deep into character." <laughs> um, that was just, and then the, the entire way through, he like when he they were watching yeah. him on stage, yeah. like perform for yeah. the the. I don't know these drug cartels or whatever. Yeah, and the he was potentially doing... Vietnamese drug lords. I don't yeah, we we, we, know, I mean, we don't know because I, I don't I don't remember if it was actually Laos or Cambodia that they were in. I don't think they was, ever was, confirmed. Because like, there was but... something with an M too, like Myanmar or something like. Myanmar. Maybe yeah, maybe it was something, something like that. But Myanmar is like really. There far. was something with an M and something with an L, and I don't remember what they called. Yeah, so um, so they were watching him, and then uh, not Robert Downey Jr. Sorry, uh, Kirk Lazarus was actually giving, like commentary on how mm-hmm. Tug Speedman had improved his performance. Like, yeah. he didn't go full retard this he's time. He's like, nice! <laughs> and he's able to relate to the audiences so much better. <laughs> it's yeah. just this... this. He's like, what's going what, on? What is this 
like guy like this is so absolutely ridiculous of a character um and so i think that's that that is my favorite when when the character itself matches so well with a theme i think it just jives with me um and and it became my my absolute favorite also his really trash vietnamese like it wasn't vietnamese whatever what what is it that's why i'm a little bit confused it's actually chinese oh yeah it's chinese Okay. And so what when act, what's really interesting is that when he starts, his Chinese is okay, especially for an American, right? His, his Chinese is decently okay. But as he keeps going, you you he just completely loses it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of you yep. have to kind of read the subtitles because yep. I, I I speak Chinese and so I, I can understand him as as he's talking in the beginning, but as he just keeps going, I just I lose the thread <laughs> because I have no idea what he's saying at a certain point. I'm just like, "Oh no, what is he actually saying?" <laughs> and it just it morphs into this just ridiculous thing. My it's, favorite line is still the "Observe God's mistake" reveals Jack Black. <laughs> Yeah, and that point at it was that it was that point that his Chinese completely Oh yeah. like just goes cuz uh, you can hear the you can hear the syllables. Yeah. But because Chinese has tonality yeah. in it um th- there there there's there's four tonalities in Chinese, right? You have the you have a oh man, how do you how do you do this? Um you have a neutral, you have a rising tonality, you have a uh, falling, then rising tonality, and then you have a falling tonality. Interesting. Um, and then you have a short tonality, right? And so these these are these are things. Actually, um, what one of the theories that people have because there are a lot of um, Asians mm-hmm. that have perfect pitch. Yes. Right? Um, and this is it's not like a it's not really a racial trait because I don't think you can find the genetic marker for pitch perfect or perfect pitch. Oh. Um, what they theorize is that because Chinese people have these tonalities in their language, that very very early on, uh, they're they're trained in kind of I shouldn't say they because I'm Asian. We're trained. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have perfect pitch though, and so <laughs> um, they're trained in like um, kind of listening for melodies and harmonies mm-hmm. in, in a sense because of the language, and that is what gives birth to that perfect pitch uh, uh, very, very early on. And it's, So they, all of my children will be raised knowing Chinese. I won't speak Chinese, but my children will. Well, no, no, you, <laughs> you can actually learn perfect pitch without learning Chinese. Um, there, there are, there, there are, you have to go hey, hey, very Isaac. early, though. You have it to go very early. It was a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean... I, there are a lot of people that say that actually. Like, I want no, my kids not, to learn yeah. Chinese because that is the second largest language. It um, is in true. The world. There are a lot of people who want to like Chinese, Arabic, and Spanish, right? And English. Those not are the main in that four. Order. Not in that order. <laughs> I'm saying just in like those are the four like yeah. in general. In terms of business languages, it's I believe uh, it's English, Chinese, and then French, and then Spanish. Oh, because yeah. French is for the sophisticated ones. Was that a French accent? No, 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 no. That was that was my that was my snob voice. Oh, okay. That was my snob voice. All right, to so all the French listeners I'm... out there, we apologize. Uh, okay, you can apologize. <laughs> okay. I personally, okay, I, I apologize. I, I love the French language. My problem is that I love languages, and so I get very annoyed when people look down on other people for not speaking it properly. Like, hey, at least they're trying to learn your language. Bonjour. <laughs> that hurt. That hurt. There that you go. Hurt. See, now you know. Now you know but the pain a of a French. Because, like, okay, if you actually spoke like that, I'd be like, oh man, like it would be Wouldn't more like you, you like inside? you poor American, like you can't, like I'm so sorry for you. But that's different than like, 
like, like, observe God's mistake. <laughs> like, observe like God's why mistake. would you? Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm so used to like, if you don't have like, if you attempt French and you don't have the perfect accent, like a native accent, they will just judge you and be uh-huh. mad. Yeah. And it's like the same thing with like Americans who are get mad at like, like, um, Anyone who doesn't speak English properly. So it's probably a little hypocritical. Like, I personally don't do that, but that doesn't mean that, like, a whole bunch of, like, Americans don't, like, mock people who don't speak English correctly. Because that's totally a thing. But, like, I don't like that. And so I don't like it in any culture. And so the French are stereotyped for it a little bit more than we are, just by a smidge. And so I just, I get very frustrated. So I have actually vowed that I'm like, I will learn fluent Spanish first before I bother with French. Because I'd rather go to France and speak Spanish than go to France. France and speak French because I'd rather be mocked for my Spanish by other people who know Spanish than like have to try to speak French to yeah. anyway so international travel tips this has been international <laughs> travel tips by Rosemary yes, <laughs> with yes. Rosemary maybe we should learn, have a segment in our podcast learn for that. Spanish <laughs> so that way you can go to France and speak to French people <laughs> they'll judge you less so <laughs> Back to Tropic Thunder. Yes. <laughs> what were we even talking about? Honestly, we were just going through characters and character developments and the beauty of this movie in general. Yeah. But um, I think I finished with uh, why why I love yeah. uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character uh, yeah. so much. So actually, okay, I'm curious what was because one of your things is like director's hand. So mm-hmm. what? Uh, how did? Oh, I was going to talk about this. Yeah, actually, I, I want to know what your views on that are because like it's something where for me, like yes, I. I can't see it, but that's because I've only watched so many Ben Stiller movies. Like, so it's not that I can't see He only see has it. so many movies. Yeah, yeah, he only has a limited amount of movies, so it's really hard to see what his directing style is or know his directing style because he doesn't have one that's really obvious. So when so. I look at director's hand, it's not directing style, right? Okay. Um, when the style of the director interrupts the actual film, that's when I get taken back. Mm-hmm. Um, so the example would be something like uh, Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious what very. a Quentin Tar- uh, Tarantino movie is. Not or even that... like James Wan. Sorry? James Wan. Horror. James Wan. I've actually never seen it's... any of his movies. You so. don't necessarily need to because you're not super into horror, which is not a problem, but it's something where like the whole like Conjuring universe is like James mm-hmm. Wan, and it's something where he has some very, very, very like specific things where like you watch a movie and you're like, this is a James Wan movie because he does it on purpose. Okay. So. Yeah, so so right, so those kinds <laughs> of markers Thanks. really they they do bother me. Um but mm-hmm. there are certain styles that I'm not bothered by. So when Guy Ritchie does his fast uh fast motion kind of uh, kind of stuff, uh okay. it's it doesn't bother me. I think that's the, actually the only one that kind of <laughs> okay. is so obvious. Um uh, who directed the Ocean movies? Oh man, I forgot. Uh, I feel like that was some, one of the main actors too. No, 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 no. no? Uh, Ocean's Eleven was directed by somebody, um, but that uh, that director is also very famous for his uh, directing style. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, I'm not really bothered by that. And so, what, when when I say direct director's hand, I mean I can see the director trying to point, for example, point the camera at like you know mid close up for this character, and this is supposed to express the character's emotion. Right. Sorry, uh, uh, oh. not mid close up. I should just say close up. Apparently, it's right. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, he has a very, very distinct style, um, and and it's Good it's pretty it's pretty distinct in Ocean's Eleven, um, not so not so much as his, some of some of his other movies, um, but he's really really great. And so I, I'm not bothered by style, but rather if if I can see the director pointing a camera, I get taken back out of it. Right. And so with Tropic Thunder. Um, 
it doesn't bother me because I, I I come into the movie understanding that this is a not not a total spoof movie, but it's in the vein of a spoof or a parody movie, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I I understand that. But one of the things that kind of was interesting about this watch through because we're taking notes, right? Mm-hmm. We're taking notes and we're we're, we're kind of, I'm, and the way I take notes is I have character notes and then I have plot notes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then theme notes that I highlight and everything like that. But what was really great and what indicated to me that this this movie definitely does deserve to be in my top five mm-hmm. is that halfway through the movie, I realized I wasn't writing notes anymore. <laughs> I was just so lost in watching okay. the actual movie okay. because it was it was so entertaining yeah. and so funny. I could write quotes and everything like that because those quotes stand out, but, but just not analyzing. Right, yeah. I couldn't analyze uh-huh. it because there was just there was so much that I was enjoying every time. I, I started watching again, it would take me about five to ten minutes before I realized, oh no, I need to write something mm-hmm. down. Right. Um, and that's funny. that's what that's what really, really marked for this movie for this movie, that's what really marked me for it. This is definitely a movie that I can't see the director's hand because it's, You're it's so engrossed I'm so in the engrossed movie. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> engrossed in the sorry. Engrossed in the movie that like you can't <laughs> right. you don't need to pay attention to even, it. I mean, even Les Grossman. I was engrossed yeah. so much in his character. I, just everything that he was saying, like mm-hmm. when he was talking, when you, when uh, Matthew McConaughey comes into mm-hmm. uh, the, in, into his, I guess, office mm-hmm. and you hear him yelling at his assistants. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's, I, I just, it, it just makes me laugh because it's just, it was, it was so well done. It's like, this is exactly how I would picture a Hollywood, a yeah. gross Hollywood exec to be like. Another favorite <laughs> line of mine from him was the like, Matthew McConaughey's like, they're going to kill him. And, <laughs> and then it's like, and then they're talking and whatnot. It's like, and then way, way down the road, we no, file an he insurance say and, claim. Right? He says, and we will mourn. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's so much worse. Uh, so, oh, so, I only heard the end. So, so, he, oh. he, so he, he was like, "He's is, he's just gonna die." And then Les Grossman looks at him, and you can see it. You can see, yeah. it, even though it's a wi- it's not a white shot. Sorry, it's a mid shot. Yeah, and he's sitting back. Yeah, right. And you see him measuring the yeah. car- uh, Matthew McConaughey's character. Yes. He's like, "Okay, what do I have to do to convince you?" that this is okay okay. and so he goes and we will mourn and then he couldn't help it but go in the papers (laughs) 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 we will mourn in the papers (laughs) and then way 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 down the road we file an insurance claim claim. and it was it was so gross but it was so perfect it's so great so I think he steals every every scene. He really does. Like, and, and okay, another great one is like you get the 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 ransom call from the from the drug lords who are like, we yeah. have we have Speedman, we have we have Simple Jack. Like, we want we want what was what one million dollars and they million. upgraded fifty million and they upgraded to ransom like hundred million. 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 <laughs> and then and then and then you have like Matthew McConaughey's character kind of like freaking out a little bit, and so Grossman grabs the phone from McConaughey and is like, I will massacre you, I will fuck you up. And then after the like the hands it back is like, find out who that was. <laughs> like like he doesn't he, he just he just steps in, and he takes care of business, and then he's done. My favorite part like, was the part after that, the scene after that when he goes, um, or at least from Les Grossman, the, the, my favorite part mm-hmm. would be after that when he when they know they're terrorists now, right? Yeah. And they go and they they're, they're talking or they know they're drug cartels, not terrorists. Oh no. Right? Yeah. He, and, and he they're talking to say. him and he goes and he goes uh. That's that sounds like a great idea, but I've got a better one. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? 
<laughs> and you can go after yourself, right? And then he, and then the, he, he, he goes, he goes, click, and he goes, we, we don't, don't negotiate, negotiate with, with terrorists. terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Just the f- first of all, they're, oh my God. <laughs> they're not terrorists. So <laughs> they're drug cartels. Yeah. And the fact that he used terrorists, like the the the, the actual racist implications <sighs> of that character, just by using yeah. that line, yep. is is just so well done. It's it's hilarious. Yep. <laughs> and again, one more probably like last great one liner from Grossman, which is just, mm. and it's in the beginning of the movie when the key grip is like decking Cameron. I don't remember who he's supposed to be in the, the movie, director. but it's like Cameron, whatever. Is no, it's the director. But um, but yeah, he's decking the, the director. And it's something where um, he's like, I'm going to shove my fist up your ass so far. Every time you have a thought, you'll have to tiptoe around my wedding ring. Yeah. <laughs> Just the hypocrisy of this character is so, so massive. Wedding ring? It's also something where, like, wait, someone married yeah, this someone... man and is still married to this man? Just this Watch idea. him be a sweetheart at home. He He's probably just is the nicest no, person at like home. Like he is a manipulative person, That's and so true. at home he probably is this, this, or he portrays this this yeah. this very sweet person. Yeah. But you know. Then he goes and just twerks later on through yeah, the credits. He, he just yeah. <laughs> just a big baller. <laughs> yeah. So every line that he has is so classic. It's just there's yeah. no and again this movie in itself is amazing because every almost almost every single line in the movie makes you laugh. And so mm-hmm. with him, it is every single time this yeah. man opens his mouth to say something, <laughs> you are either laughing because of the way he looks or you are laughing because of what he has just said. Mm-hmm. And there's no exception to this. Yeah, I think um oh, just when when he was talking to his Assistant? Uh, assistant at the end is <gasps> like a, 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 a nutless a, monkey yeah. can <laughs> do your job. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're like, I couldn't do this without you, dude. And he and he's like, wait, 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 really? He's like, no, of course not. A nutless monkey could do your job. And then they're like having a bit of a moment. It's like, yeah, but like you did a good like. It's all right, cool. It's blah, 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 blah. But a nutless monkey could do your job. And it's just like yeah. he's like, yes, sir. All right, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> he just so oh. I think this this movie is. Why? Why is it in your kind of? Because it it is in your top ten. Why it is, is this? In the, your it is the ninth one, right? It is number nine, but it's also okay. So again, most of my movies have to do with nostalgia and joy, mm-hmm. and just like the memories, and just like how happy and joyful I feel when I watch these movies, mm-hmm. and how much I want to share them with other people. Okay. And so the reason why it's so low on my list is because Tropic Thunder is not something I can share with anyone. Now, I think anyone <laughs> can enjoy this true. movie, but it's one of those things where it's like there are certain people that I want to see me in a certain light, and it's one of those like I can't just go to church and be like, hey, we should have a movie night. Guess what we're watching? Tropic. Thunder. Like, Maybe you should do that and not, go, go to church and do that. That's not going to be well received by everyone. Um, especially because someone will get confused. They won't know what the movie is and they'll bring their children. And I'm like, let's, let's not do that. So right. it's a little low because it's not something that I can recommend to everyone that mm-hmm. I care about. Um, the reason why it's in my top 10 is because it, it's genuinely, it is the funniest comedy I can think of. Right. I cannot think of another movie that is so ridiculous. Well, it's technically, ridiculous. you do have a one other. I do. We, we won't talk. We won't say the name of the movie, but, but we do, do have another comedy on your list. But it's 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 one of the, like again, you're gonna not like it because it's one of those like it's a spoof movie that takes itself too seriously, and I love it for that. I love when they do that because it gives you wow, like you're telling me what I'm not me, gonna like. Oh, I know. Okay, <laughs> you didn't like Princess Bride. My standards and expectations for you have been lowered. Okay, I'm not expecting you to like it. It's just one of those I will enjoy watching it again. 
again. Right. And I'm going to force myself to be amused at your discomfort, okay? Anyway, but it's something where, like, I love that movie, but, like, it's a, it's a movie, like, the other movie is, like, a movie that I can feel and think and, like, do other things throughout the course of the movie while also enjoying the romance and the laughter and the way mm-hmm. things go and it's beautiful and it flows. It's seamless, but it's something where it's not as genuinely, like, like your sides, your gut hurts. Okay. Your face hurts when you're done with the movie right. and you can't breathe at certain parts because <laughs> it's so flipping hilarious. Like, right. every time that I've watched, now, I think I've watched it, like, maybe four or five times. I think I watched it, like, four times this year. Mm-hmm. And it's something where each person, because I, I think I watched the you first. You mean Tropic Thunder? Yeah, yeah. Fr- Tropic Thunder. And it's something where, like, I watched Tropic Thunder by myself the first time. Then I watched it with a friend. Then I watched it with another friend. Well, I technically watched the second half of the movie with another friend. But, like, I watched it with another friend. And then um, the last time that I was watching it, um, the same friend who watched it, the, the, the second half of the movie with me, I was like, hey, I'm going to watch it again. Do you want to watch the first half of the movie? <laughs> and it was just something where each time, like, I couldn't stop laughing and just remarking about how great it was. And same as you. Like, I wrote a bunch of quotes down from mm. my notes. I put in some things, and I have a lot of thoughts about these things, but I could not analyze her shit right. while I was doing this. So it's, it's, it's just, it's genuinely. It is a movie that's yeah. hard to, to, to analyze. And I think yeah. starting from my top five, mm-hmm. the uh, starting from top five, so five, four, three, two, mm-hmm. one. These are movies that I have that. These are movies that so complete, so completely entrench me in the in the world of the movie. Like, yeah. it's hard for me to analyze yeah. them. I have to actually stop a lot of these movies mm-hmm. to act to to really analyze them. Yeah. Um, and that's I think that's what makes this movie so so high mm-hmm. on my list. It is, I think it is my only comedy. Um, yes. No. We di- we discussed yes, this. Yeah, yeah. It is your only. comedy. This is my only comedy. In you my have a top couple 10. like honorable mentions and like later ones and whatnot right. like that are down in like your twenties or whatever that right. are like these are comedies that you love and adore, but nothing in your top ten yeah. except for this one, which gets number five. It gets the it's the it's the last one in your right. top five. It's not even it's not even it's not even like ten. It's five. It's which, five. Which is interesting to me, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, so that's you know that's why I love Tropic Thunder. For all our listeners, if you haven't seen Tropic Thunder by now, hopefully we haven't spoiled oh, it too much for yeah. you. <laughs> but oh, there's a lot left in the movie, by the way. We, we would totally recommend this movie. It's absolutely hilarious. Again, there is profanity, uh, as you've heard from, mm-hmm. from our talk. Yeah. Um, and there are bits and pieces of it that are very gratuitous. But for me, at least, the gratuitousness actually serves the point mm-hmm. of the movie um, because it is making fun of the the whole enterprise of, of Hollywood. It's, yeah. it's, it's an amazing movie. It really, really truly is and it's just i just yeah there's no it's definitely a movie that like like my kids are not allowed to watch it until a certain age sure. just because right. it's would you uh, limit it to 18 i don't know i'm still wor- okay first of all i don't have kids mm-hmm. okay so i'm still working on developing parenting skills i'm still working on like having healthy relationships with myself and others and 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 like Trying to because well, this movie is rated R, so it's one of those just right? like so I don't know because like technically my mom like waited to actually go watch an R-rated movie in theaters with me till I was eighteen. Like that was like part of her like eighteenth birthday present to me was we watched. It had Natalie Portman in it. I don't remember. It was one of the, it was a comedy. It was it was oh. like the, it was like a really funny weird Natalie thing. Portman. I think it had James Franco too. I don't remember anyway. But it was it was like this dope little cute comedy of like medieval times kind of thing. Oh, then and, I have um, no idea. <laughs> uh, you said Natalie Portman and James Franco, and I was thinking I don't that the I think I was I think I was thinking of No Strings Attached, but that's yeah. Ashton Kutcher, I think. Yeah. 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 So. 
But the point is, like, I don't know if I would do that or not because it's also one of those, like, okay, my kids are totally gonna like see things before this whether i want them to or not sure. like i'm not gonna be like 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 you're rapunzel i'm gonna lock you in a tower to like protect your chastity and what like no like you're gonna see things you're gonna hear things you're human you're on the planet stuff's gonna happen and so it's one of those like i don't i don't know where to draw the line i'm working on creating the line but i don't know where it is and thankfully i don't have to know just yet because right. i don't have to deal with that i think what's surprising so. about this movie is that despite the gratuitousness and despite the the profanity it's there's not that much i can't really think of mm -hmm. nudity in as an instance in this movie uh i can't think of real violence like instances of real violence in this movie gratuitous violence as as in like a quentin tarantino or the matrix one of the first scenes is sandusky's guts coming out of his body he's like i think i can put it oh, back in but it's not real i guess it's funny it's not okay. it's, it's making fun of like saving private ryan and all these okay. other movies where the, the the guts are coming out and it's just this okay he's, he's like i can't put it back in <laughs> and it's just mm -hmm. it's, it looks like well Maybe some people wouldn't think it's funny, but it just looks like spaghetti sometimes. It actually kind of freaked me out at first. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay. I wasn't expecting it. Wow, okay. Like, I just, I wasn't expecting that at all. That was not what I was thinking. I was going to go in, and I was like, all right, cool. I think, for me, when I was watching the movie, that was the first sign that this movie was a parody movie. Because at that point, I yeah. didn't really know. I didn't. I didn't. I hadn't watched that movie that many movies, and so mm -hmm. I didn't know Rambo. I didn't know. You know. I still haven't watched the Rambo movies. I mean, it's it's fine. They're they're not know, the greatest. It's one of those like. They're '80s action flicks. Very very yeah. very much an action flick flick movie. I don't. I don't know if you we can you can really surmise any meaning out of them. Um, but mm -hmm. so that so when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's Saving Private Ryan, <laughs> right there, because I had seen Saving Private Ryan before. Um, and so yeah. That's it for Tropic Thunder. Our that next works. segment, we're going to be drawing from the hat. And so, yes. Are oh, you ready? Is it my turn or is it your turn? Did I pick Tropic Thunder? You picked Tropic yes, Thunder. So I think it's, your it's turn. my turn to draw Look from the hat. Look at how organized we are. I forgot who picked it last. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, so we have we have the hat shuffling and things. All right. Are you ready? All right. Isaac. I'm ready. All right. And picking the movie. It's folded in, right? The the movie name is folded in. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Ready? The next movie is going to be The Dark Knight. Whoa. That is interesting. All right. So we're going to be watching The Dark Knight, which we mentioned in this movie. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger won the best supporting actor. I believe it's best supporting actor in 2008 uh, <laughs> against against Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And so, actually, I think actually did Tom Cruise also get nominated in that same year for did this he? movie? I think he did. That makes sense. I think but he I don't got know. nominated. It was him, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and then who's that? Who's that guy's name? What's that guy's name? Um. Ben Stiller? No, 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 not, not no, Ben Stiller. Are you referring to? No, no, I'm talking about the Academy Rewards for that year. I don't For know. 2008. I, I'm the wrong person to try to give you that information. Angelina Jolie's father. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay, never mind. All right, so anyways, they were, they were nominated. To, is Heath he Ledger famous? Won. Am I supposed to know who that is? So those were connected <laughs> in 2008. Okay. And so now we're watching The Dark Knight for yeah. this coming week. 
and I get to do even more research. All right. Yay. I have seen this movie. That doesn't that's not what it, that sounded like I hadn't seen the movie. I've seen this movie. I love this movie. It's a marvelous movie. It's just it's there's a lot going on in this movie and yeah, I know Yeah, there is a lot going on. I know. All right, from there, we're going to go to our dime segment. Okay, cool. So, so as I was going through things, so first of all, I had an amazing selection picked out for today, okay? I had it like a week ago. I was so excited. I was so happy. Then when Isaac was talking about the end, I was like, I'm going to look for it and pull it up on my computer. That's why she was so quiet for a while, guys. And, I had to um, take up space. So I, I lost the selection. Oh. So I have another one. It works. Just know that you would have been dying right now. It would have been so hilarious. So instead, you're just going to have a mild guffaw on my behalf. But okay, so uh, this is a Robin Williams quote. Uh, for fun, I'm going to do two. But basically, so the main one, and it's, it's just because this movie, again, is so great. And it's something where it just, okay, so the quote is, For me, comedy starts as a spew, a kind of explosion, and then you sculpt it from there, like, if at all. It comes out of, like, a deeper, darker side. Like, maybe it comes from anger because I'm outraged by cruel absurdities, the hypocrisy that exists everywhere, even within yourself, like, where it's hardest to see. And so, but that's Robin Williams, and it's something where, like, it just makes so much sense with this movie because everything in this movie is something that, like, is real and it is in Hollywood and it pisses everyone off, whether you're in Hollywood or not. Like, the, 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 carnality of the movie the absurdity of the movies the trailers themselves like how much they're just you're selling yourself for right. this and how much is there and like they have like like jack black's character is hooked on heroin that's a major plot point in the mm-hmm. movie is that one of these famous it, but... <laughs> actors is addicted to heroin yeah. and like it's done because that's how he's funny that's how that's how he makes money yeah and um, that wasn't supposed to rhyme. Anyway, but... Um, What's fascinating about that is oh. that it's his anger over people making fun of him yeah. that gets him out of the addiction of yeah. heroin. That's really interesting. Even like, though he was the first one to be like, thing. my farts are musical. Like, like <laughs> just the same man who did that was just like... But like, that everyone... was covering up. It was yeah. covering up yeah. for an insecurity. Yeah. The realization of that insecurity helped mm-hmm. him to overcome. And he's talking... And I feel like that's also why Sandusky's my favorite is because he's he's kind of the innocent in everyone. And so it's something where he's able to like draw out like why all these people started doing movies or what's actually like messing them up right now that keeps them from going. I actually think his character is very much a parody. Of that character? Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. This, this kind of geeky nobody, right? He's a, the parody of that, the, the pure-hearted moral character that reaches out to everybody. Yeah, well, because he's just as human as everyone else. But that, that, that's that's what I'm parodying, yeah, right? And okay. so, so or that's, not, that's what this movie is parodying, yeah. and no one listens to him. That even is true. in the end. Yeah, nobody right? listens to him. Even Speedman finally gets his name right and right. still just like, I have a connection with these people. <laughs> what the heck? I actually think Matthew McConaughey's character is the purest of, of, of the of the. Uh, that, characters. Oh, he is, again, he's my second favorite character because he's so <laughs> sweet. And he's just, he just, he gives up a G5 airplane and lots of money <laughs> lots, for his lots friend. Of <laughs> lots of money. And then his friend goes and wins an Oscar, and he's so proud and so happy that he takes he his— He gets his G5 at the end, by He the way. gets his G5 at the end. He gets all of it, and he sacrificed it all, and he won it all anyways. He did the right thing, and he actually—it like, is actually a really cool thing for him. Anyway, but— um. Yeah, with that, yeah. we are basically done with this podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to our— sort of analysis uh, just basically gushing over <laughs> tropic thunder yep. we'll see you guys next time yep. i'm isaac and i'm rosemary have a great week
Everybody knows you never go full retard. 